Welcome back to another episode. We're here with Rochelle again from RMP Insurance, and we're going to be going into a bit more detail about the different insurances that Rochelle works specifically in. Um, but before we started, I did just want to put a disclaimer out that none of this information that we're going to be covering um, should be taken as advice. It's all general, um, and we are based, well, Rochelle will be talking from her own experiences. Please don't take anything as advice and yeah thank you so much to RMP Insurance for powering these episodes I'm excited again to be having a corridor about insurance so what a um, sentence <laughs> yeah. excited about insurance I love to hear it <laughs> let's make it fun yeah okay so what are the different insurances that you work um in all this area yes so life insurance um, serious illness, which is also known as trauma or critical illness, income and mortgage protection, private health insurance. Wow, what yeah. a handful! That's a suite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a suite of of covers slash products, depending on how you mm-hmm. view it. Yeah. So tell me a bit about the, each of those and what they entail. Yes. So we we'll start with life because that seems to be one that most people know of. Yeah but then also are unsure what it actually Mm. covers. So life insurance is, I guess, more death insurance because it Mm -hmm. doesn't actually pay out until you pass away. So it's actually not for you. Mm. It's for your whānau or those those that you leave behind. So life insurance, uh, you can choose how much you put in place and what you put in place put it in place for. Mm. I'm going to share what I have because I feel like that helps people go, oh, no, I wouldn't do that. Oh, yep, that makes sense to me. So... I, again, single mother, I'm going to hear that a lot and be like, okay, we get it. Um, <laughs> you're amazing. No. Um, you are amazing. I think um, my daughter doesn't think so sometimes. Manaya. <laughs> yeah, right. She's 16, I get it. Um, but I think for life insurance, so what I have in place for me and my daughter is basically, when I say um, us, it's, it's really just for her. Yep. And uh, also for my partner as well now. So we've got a bit of a blended family sitch coming in. So how it's built up is that I have, Manaya goes to private high school. Mm-hmm. So I obviously had her young and my way of doing um, and being the best mum that I could be was investing in her education and giving her the best opportunities rather than buying a house. Yep. So I don't own a home, I rent yep. with my partner. She's only finished school in a couple of years and then I'll be rich. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure she'll still live on my payroll. Um, and then we'll look at buying a home. But that's that's what I've invested in. So I would never want that taken away from her if I wasn't here. Yep. So I've got that set aside and for her to board. All my whanau are in Australia and so are her other side of her family. Yep. So I put travel costs in there so that she could go back and forth if she wanted to or completely up and move if that's what she decided. She's 16 now, so we actually had to sit down on the couch and have a chat about it. Um, And she said she'd actually like to stay with Nick. Mm. And then it was a, she just looked over it and was like, is that okay with you? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, he was like, yeah, that's cool. Um, (laughs) And that was our final chat around if I die. And they both just said, can you not? Because we really need you. Um, You know, I do all the admin. (laughs) But I think, (laughs) Um, yeah, so making sure she can still go to private school, she can be raised in the way that I would raise her in yep. regards to quality. Mm. Um, there's a bit of money there for tertiary education and or a house deposit, depending on how she goes. Um, travel costs back and forth from Australia. What else did I put in there? Oh, funeral. So tangy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in Christchurch now, but um, my, I guess, Madai uh, in the Cor- like the Coromandel area, mm-hmm. so Manaya on the Coromandel coast, yeah, and um, in Paiwa, yeah. So I'd have to get my body from there to there, um, and so I've got money set aside for that as well um, to have a nice big party. I was gonna say cool, but. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like all to talk about, but I mean, like, it's not going to happen. So we just, you know, like, I think that's the way that I think about it. And at each stage of life, it's going to change. So yeah. when Manaya is eighteen, it's going to be okay. I've got this, and Nick and I buy a house. Mm. It's going to be okay. My life insurance is probably going to pay off my part of the mortgage. Yeah. So that that's Nick's house, mm. and then the rest of it's going to go to her. She's going to have money go to her as an inheritance mm. that she might get when she's like 25, 30. I'm actually thinking 30 because I wasn't... When the brain's fully developed. <laughs> yeah, because I, was like, I wasn't great with money yeah. until... I mean, I, don't, I would never profess to be great with money. I like clothes, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think... I like nice things, but I think um, 30 is a good stage to do everything, mm. to be fair, to have kids, buy a house, yep. you know, all of that. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking about that, but... At each stage of life, it'll change. But for mm. now, it's just all about her and making sure she can be wrapped around her whanau and mm. her lifestyle doesn't have to change so much after losing probably the most important person to her mm. in her life. Yeah. Mm. Is that something you kind of review like each time, like maybe a scenario changes, maybe when she finishes high school and goes to uni or whatever mm. it is, is that like the times that you kind of re re-review it I guess yeah yeah and I do I review it I mean everyone should review their insurances yearly okay often we're just looking at it and going oh great it's gone up and you kind of move on but I think what you need to do is review the amount that you're insured for and go what would this do for Mm. me with life insurance specifically what will this do for my whanau what will this do for my kids um because if if it's you're getting spare money awesome if it's not enough because you've Mm. gone and got more debt yeah, or you've had another baby, or something like that. Life insurance is the cheapest of all of the covers, okay. and the easiest to get if we've got health issues. Yeah, um, which is you know we're never guaranteed insurance, so we always have to apply. But if that's all you've got, that's a good start, yep. right? Um, and I think that was always the one that that was the one that I got first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Next ones. <laughs> so that's life insurance. Um, if you do end up following us on Instagram and you scroll through the grid, there will be a million different posts and several different ways that explain life insurance as mm. well, or you can directly ask us more questions. But it is pretty simple. You mm. die, that's where it goes. Um, it will also pay out if you're diagnosed with a terminal illness mm-hmm. within um, with 12 months to live. So... So you get that, like, when you get the terminal illness? Yeah, when you're diagnosed, yeah, when a doctor says, hey, you've only got 12 months to live, then um, you can advance on your life insurance at that stage. So if oh. you wanted to, like, bucket list at that point, oh, yep. then you could. Would, that, would you still get the one after you die, like, for your family, or would you get one or the other? One or the other, because you're, yeah, you're just advancing on it. Oh, okay. So I guess, like, you know when you think about when you pass away, and wouldn't it be ideal if you could just sit at a table and be like, hey, you get this and you get this. I guess you'd be in that situation yeah. at that at that point in time. Um, so, yeah, that's what that does. Uh, it's not in every single life insurance policy. Everything's policy specific. Mm. So where what I would say there is get advice. Mm. I know it's easy to jump online and not talk to somebody. Okay, <laughs> I'm not that scary. Um, it's just uh, the amount of policies I've seen that are so crap or yep. haven't been set up properly. And I, when I say crap, they're just not right for you. Yep. It's not about the company. Mm. Um, 
you don't pay any more for insurance coming through us, and and I would actually argue it's less. Okay. Because the insurance, because you, we're asking you so many questions, the risk is lower mm. than if you go online and do it yourself without any advice, then the insurance company will charge you more because their risk is higher that they're going to have to pay it on something that they probably shouldn't have. Yeah. So I think that's a way to look at it. Um, the next covers are, I guess, serious illness or total and permanent disability. Okay. So when we say serious illness, I'm talking like cancer, strokes, heart attacks, all that stuff that, you know, severe diabetes, right? all the stuff that unfortunately we... Like things you can't recover from? We can. Okay. If you've got the right support. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but it's going to have a huge impact on your life. And people always say to me, well, why would I have serious illness cover if I've got income protection? Or why would I have that when I've got ACC mm. or the public health system? Yeah. couple of things. ACC, do not pay for illness, only for accident. Mm. And that's another conversation when we get to income cover. Then um, income protection will never cover you for 100% of your income. Mm. Technically, there are ways around things. Um, but you're going to, so if you've got a serious illness and you're talking six to 12 months, can you live off of between 60 to 80% of your income? I don't mm. think I could now. No, I, I just think I Like, could. I'm still in a startup <laughs> business, yeah. like, you know? Yeah. So I think um, that's what income protection does. So the serious illness cover as a lump sum mm. can then come in and pay to you, which means if you've got income protection and serious illness cover, they work together as a team mm-hmm. so that you're not left financially worse off whilst you go get better. Mm. And I'm talking getting cancer treatment and not having to work through it. Um, insurance companies have so there's so many different policies. It gets very comprehensive. There's a lot of very intricate terms, mm. but essentially, you can have cover between. Um, it's usually really good covers are usually between forty five to seventy conditions that are covered, wow. which is a lot of serious illnesses. Yeah. And if I named them all, you'd get quite depressed. But I think. What I want to say is it's very comprehensive. It's lump sum, so it's not super expensive um, in comparison to income protection because that's ongoing for many years, it could be. Um, And it's the one when people come into me and they get to that stage where they're they're like, I've got passive income. I don't know if I really need the income protection. I've got a business and I can earn income without being in it. Mm. I tell them to keep their trauma because you will eventually claim on it. I've claimed on mine. Mm. Um, just a portion, but yep. I've claimed on mine, which was for the step before cervical cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, helped with my private high school fees, <laughs> I earned my nice fees, um, yep. I will say. But it's just, um, when I think of it from a Māori and Pacifica community point of view, mm-hmm. we're at the bad end of the stats for all of those things I mentioned. Yeah. So this cover is essential, even if we don't have anything else. Mm. That one, life and trauma, can can always, again, be a good start. But um, so serious illness, you might hear it be called serious illness, trauma, or critical conditions. Um, a lot of people call it cancer cover. Okay. Yep. But it's just a lot of serious illnesses included and will include, to- um, sometimes include total and permanent disability. So you could never work again because you've mm. had a really serious accident or something. Lump sum cash just to help you out. You can do whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to be out of work to claim on it. You just have to be diagnosed with the right condition. I don't know if right's the right word. Yeah, maybe the wrong. The wrong but condition. The wrong, yeah, but, but for the right. The one. The one. <laughs> yeah. That it listed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of, I guess, those are the lump sum. Yeah. Covers. 
and lump sums are always again going to be a lot more attractive mm. from a premium point of view when we say premium i mean cost it's just an insurance thing um yeah and where a lot of people might start okay another side of that is accidental injury or specific injury cover mm-hmm that's also a lump sum. So say if you break something or uh, it's like you break a bone and need a cast, you just get a lump sum of 10 grand maybe. Oh, well. Yeah, don't go breaking bones on purpose, <laughs> please. Um, a lot of people are like, ooh. <laughs> um, if you have an accidental injury, you need a surgery, 15 grand. Um, it's very specific on what you're covered for and everything, but that's the basics of it. I've had a few people, even friends, claim on it in the last year. Um, very handy. You don't have to be out of work. doesn't affect ACC. It's cheap. It's usually a couple of dollars, 2 to $3 a week max. Wow. Um, you have to have like life or something else with it. But most insurance companies, they um, have it and they call it something different, but it is really handy to have. It's not income protection. Um, my partner said something like, it just sounds like free money. <laughs> There isn't really a catch here, I guess, but if you, if I were to try to find one, it would be that the injury has to be very specific. It's not that you just have an accident and yeah. you're covered. Um, it has to be specific to what's on the policy. So, um, but I mean, if you got the cover, we'll explain that to you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Next up would be um, income or mortgage protection. So a lot of people think like mortgage protection. I mean, what would your view be? I'll let you kind I- of... Like yes, talking a lot. maybe if you've lost your job or something and you still need to pay your mortgage, you can't afford to pay your mortgage. Maybe during the flooding and stuff, people need to still pay their mortgage, but maybe they moved out of their homes. Yeah. Would that be one? No. No? No. So, and, and that's why I wanted to ask, because it, <laughs> it gives, um, there's something wrong with yeah. your answer. I just think people, especially mortgage protection, really yeah. gets people. Um, so income protection and mortgage protection are essentially the same thing. Oh, they do the same thing. Yep. Income protection, I mean, either one of them might have a couple of little fancy inbuilt benefits or something else different, but it's just a different name. So they both will pay you a monthly amount. Mm. Some companies might do weekly or fortnightly, yep. whatever. Generally, it's monthly. They'll pay you in a monthly amount based on your income should you be unable to work due to illness yep. or injury. Oh. So it's only health-related. All okay. of these insurances are health-related. There's usually a wait period, um, so you'd have to be able to work for, say, a month before mm-hmm. you could start receiving that. We often will recommend a combination of both, mortgage and income protection. Mortgage protection, essentially, the only difference between that and income protection is that mortgage protection is not affected by ACC. Ah, okay. And what I mean by that is, is if you just have income protection, you're, and you are out of work because you've had an accident, ACC pay you 80% of your income, yeah. your income protection will be reduced by that same amount. So you actually won't get it uh, because your income protection might be 75% of your income. Okay. ACC is 80, so they kind of cancel each other yeah. out. Yeah. Mortgage protection doesn't happen. Uh, I believe it's just like because it's about your mortgage or it's your biggest living expense rather mm. than being about your income. Okay. So we are limited in what we can cover on mortgage protection. We'll do as much as we can for you, depending on however that looks. Can be for rent as well. You don't have to own a home. Mm-hmm. But we do that there, and then we just top up with the, with the income protection what we can. So essentially, sick or injured, there will be something there to protect you. It can pay up to the age of 65. So we're talking millions of dollars if you ever get to a stage where you could not work again. Now, there are a lot of people um, after COVID where 
mental health is has been a, a quite a common claim mm. um which is yeah which is really tough so uh when we talk about income protection and even um health insurance is the same and pre-existing conditions those are important to note and it's important to tell us everything so that you know what you're covered for and what you're not covered for when it comes to claim time mm. you know and do that all up front because if you've got a pre-existing condition likely it would be excluded on those two mm. so in terms of um, mental health let's say um, could you give an example of how that would kind of work would it be like a new diagnosis or a pre-existing diagnosis for mental a, is health a claim yeah yeah so uh, for a claim it would be a new diagnosis mm-hmm. um, that took you out of work because mm. that's where you claim on it is yeah. your income protection or total and permanent disability as well where actually this illness because it is an illness it's a standard everyday illness um horrible mm. but it is that's what it is and um if it's taking you out of work and that could be short long term it could be forever then and you've got the cover and it's not pre-existing then it's that is available for you to claim on mm. i think it's very important to note um and a lot of insurance companies will put so much into uh what's the word for it trying to help you better your mental health even yep. before it happens <laughs> yeah you know um because they want to help you they, they don't ever want you to get to that point because not working when you're un- like you know when you're already feeling like that i don't know yeah. it makes it worse right yeah. yeah yeah like i mean i have um i'll be honest i've got a mental health exclusion on my income protection mm-hmm. and mortgage protection covers because i've had anxiety in the past mm. um i honestly would question my sanity in general if I didn't mm. just with the life I've how I grow up yep. and the life that I've had um it would have surprised me if I didn't <laughs> so I was honest I was like look, yeah look I've experienced this and every now and again I like I hate flying yeah like <laughs> cannot stand it because um and I figured out it's actually not the plane yeah it's because I'm not in control ah. um, so we're working on it but um <laughs> always working on ourselves yeah um but yeah these are the types of things that people just yeah, you don't th- you don't think anything's going to happen to you. Yeah, but insurance is a way to just kind of give you a little safety net. <laughs> yeah, and I guess the well, not a silver lining, but I guess as more and more things keep on happening, when we're looking at um, you know, like the cyclone, I've got um, people in my whānau who have become quite ill, and it's like things like this that keep on reminding me that like just because it's good now. For, for for me at least you know like things happen and we we have no warning signs you know like yeah. things just happen and so finding ways to be able to best protect ourselves when they do happen I think is um, an important thing yeah and I think like when it's when it's good it's always the best time to do things yeah you know like when you're in a good place obviously enjoy it but yeah. like when when you're in a good place is that's the time to do things because mm. you want to get insurance before you need it mm um because highly likely they're not going to have cover for what you already have yeah uh, and look i'm a, i and philly does as well we count ourselves as very good advisors and we're very good at um like i would never tell anybody directly what to do i'm a i'm a nice person i'm a good person but if i have to fight for you i will mm-hmm. uh, you know i'm a very good advocate and yep. i can fight an insurance company tooth and nail to do the right <laughs> thing but sometimes pay like it it is what it is yep. um so if you can help us out by coming young and healthy <laughs> um, or working on yourself to, to better those outcomes, then, yep. yeah, we're here for that and we want to look after you. 
Cool. So, um, were there any other ones that we didn't go with? Health insurance. Oh, health which insurance. I left till last because I like <laughs> we've got a, like it's quite the big corridor um, that you can get into. Yeah. I, I think, especially us, and you know we had a chat in the first one around us being endocysts yeah. and and how that affects us. And I guess for you, like, what is your experience so far in the public health system? And you know, what is? Oh, it's terrible, honestly. Like, the whole system is terrible, and I think that there's so much, like, for myself at least, I think in the past I've definitely, like, neglected my own health, and there have been times where even, like, whilst at uni I've had my emergency fund and I've had money and I've been able to save my money, but even when I've got to that stage, um, just ask my partner, there have been times where I've literally said, I'm not going to the doctors because I don't want to pay for it, and even if I had the money, and that for me is just, like, red flag number one but also I think it's something that we're constantly working on especially if you grew up in an environment where you money was tight and you wanted to you know keep it I have this like kaitiaki mindset when it comes to money where I don't want to I don't want to see it go and so even if I have it I didn't want to pay for the doctors so now I've stopped doing that and I do pay for the doctors um but I think one thing that I've noticed is that I can show up to appointments, I can make those bookings, I can go for my scans and everything, and the support just isn't there because um, I think I was 14 when I started my endo journey, like going to doctors and stuff. I was 18 when the diagnosis happened, um, and now I'm 19. And so basically it's just been like endless appointments after appointments, and it's just been the same stuff after the same stuff. Nothing's really changed. Um, they give me all of these pills and stuff are, you know, take this and just manage your pain and stuff, go for walks and stuff. And I, and I listen and I'll, I'll try my best and stuff, but, um, essentially nothing drastically positive has happened. Um, so I'm trying and I'm trying, but I think that the support isn't as good as it could be. Yeah. Yeah. And whilst I don't, like, I don't want to discount your experience, but I think a lot of other people, had that same experience mm. and there's something I mean you know if there's anybody that works in the public health system it, this isn't anything against the public no. health system I guess I want to um, preface that as well it's just they do such an amazing job and they do their best it's just there's there's an endless pot of money needed mm. to give us to give everybody the care that they deserve and and that mm. would make them um you know recover well and and all of that and it's mm. just people will talk about the public health system and money and all of this stuff and, and there's just not enough there's never going to mm. be enough money yeah so the way that we um can help ourselves and advocate for ourselves and and do that is private health insurance and I am going to say this now it is expensive mm -hmm. it's not cheap I get it and it might not be affordable what I would say is find out yeah. Just find out so you know. Yeah. Because what's expensive to me might not be expensive to you mm. and vice versa. Mm -hmm. But also, have you got children? Yeah. They're super cheap to insure. And oh. that means you can advocate for them instead. Yeah. And just as a start, that can yeah. be a stepping stone whilst you're figuring out your financial journey. Again, you don't have to just, if you can, pick everything up and pop it in a little package and, it, <laughs> and that fortnightly payment seems fine. Amazing, mm. but that's not going to be the case for most people, and mm. that's all. That's okay. But health insurance is going to—it's just going to help you skip that. Like our experience mm. is so different. Although when I first started having issues a couple of years ago, so um, you know we did chat about some of this off 
ear, if that's what you should say, <laughs> off air. Off camera, like, yeah. off camera, like we're on, you know, the radio. Um, <laughs> no, so we had a chat about this um, in a part of my journey as well, is that um, part of it, what I've experienced for, for endo is is not just pain, um, it's not just skin issues, it's um, headaches, it's fatigue, yep. weight gain. Yep. I put on like 20 kilos in two years. Mm. And you can't just tell, you know, like I'm a, um, have always been, I guess, a naturally, you know, fit and healthy. Mm-hmm. When I say naturally, no, <laughs> that's not true. Um, no, it's not natural. I've just always been a small person because I'm yeah. quite short. Um, but also I um, am active. Yeah. You know, I work out all the time. I, I take care of myself. Um, yep, definitely probably over exceeded, over did the, the booze and the food and everything <laughs> like we do when we're young yep. here and there. But um, yeah, so that's been a part of it as well. So then you tell me that they're trying to get you to lose weight so that mm. you can get proper treatment. Yeah. It just wouldn't be a thing in the private system because mm. it, or they might say just the risks of surgery, but yeah. they, I think they're making that as a hoop to jump through. Oh, yeah. And for sure, I can understand that from like a medical perspective that the risks are higher when your BMI is higher. I really can genuinely understand that. Yeah. Um, But I... I think that's a a really big hurdle to cross to be able to stop the the pain and the the tiredness and all of these different things that I go through, Um, you know, missing out on mahi. Like there have been times where I literally have to, you know, um, mahi and I'll text my boss, I just, I don't think I'm coming in like at all this week. Like I'm just not in a good space. I'm tired and everything. Um, And to then be told like, oh, you have to lose X amount of weight to be able to have this solved. It's not in a short-term space that I can actually envisage it happening. It's like, oh, this is going to take like two years to be able yeah. to do and before I can do it. In a healthy sense, that's how long it should take. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like Unless they want me to like crash diet and just, I don't know. Yeah, and I just, like I'm not, for, and the thing is, is once you hit that list, mm. you could be there for a few years. Because mm. um, there's so many of us that need it. Yeah. So, you know, I had, I had surgery eight months ago, eight, nine months ago, and um, it's all come back and I'm back I'm back there again. And, you know, I remember when I first went to my um, GP and talked to mm. her about it, I was like, I think this is happening. And do you know what triggered it was the changing my birth control. Mm. So I went to, you know how everybody promoted this no hormones? <laughs> Yeah, be very careful doing that. Um, I do it with help, but I just thought I knew everything and I changed birth control from hormonal to non-hormonal and that's when it, came and got me oh. and so a little bit of me is like I should just stand on the hill <laughs> um but now I know a lot about my body and and that's fine but we when I went and saw her and we talked about it she's like oh I need you to do this and this needs to be met and this needs to be met and I'm like hey you know I've got I've got private health what's the options then and she is like it's like she forgets every time I see her what I do but um she said oh well that's fine just go see a gynecologist you don't need to do anything oh. no hopes I'm like okay cool I get to book when I have the surgery. I literally rock up and I'm like, I'm here to check in because it's like a hotel, but with nurses. Um, it's just nice. You get yep. your own room. It's quiet. They care about you. No one's being mean to you. Mm. Um, like, it's just a good experience. I mean, obviously people don't want to have surgery, but if you need it, which I just quite often I run into people that have and yeah. do, you want it to be the best experience possible because then mm. it helps your overall um recovery yeah right and yeah and so i'm getting another one i'm going to get a hysterectomy we're we're just um, uh, just for me i'm done with kids and even if i change my mind i don't i'm not one of those people who's like they have to be blood 
Like, <laughs> yeah, I love, yeah, yeah. you know, like, I mean, I don't love all children because that's exactly what they're like. <laughs> but in general, you know, kids yeah. are cool. And, yeah. um, you know, if I were to foster or adopt, you know, my partner and I are very open and fluid in that space and it's cool. just, it's not a big deal. And when my daughter has children, very, very far away, <laughs> very, very far away, um, I will be an amazing nan. And that's yeah. kind of how I think of things. But for me, I'm like, I just want to live my best life and my best years and my best years are always going to be the ones that I'm in. Yeah. Um, and I'm always going to want to take care of myself. I do a lot, like we were talking before, I got up at 5am to <laughs> do the gym this morning. Now, look, I'm not one of those people who's like, I have to do this and I have to do that. It's just my normal routine to, you know, go work out during the week mm. um, and do something. My daughter even comes with me now. I didn't make her do it. Yeah. Um, she wanted to, to learn about it and look after herself because she doesn't play sport. Yeah. And I just think like little things, moving your body, taking care of your body, taking care of your skin, mm. your hair, yeah. you know, um, that type of stuff is all well-being and all of that. So we talk about at R&P, when I say we, it's just me and Philly, like, you know, you know, we're a small business. Um, we talk about plan A. Yep. So plan A is living your best life and your healthy self and doing all the things and nothing's going wrong. And that's, you know, cool. we're manifesting that. Yes. We just here is plan B. We just pop into the side, a little plan just B. Just in case. Just in case. Okay, it's just, we're just a little emergency fund. Oh, yeah. Okay, but it's a lot bigger than what your emergency fund is because there's a lot more money there and, and that's why it's financial advice. It's big money. Yeah. It's a big impact if you need it. And that's the other thing that I think I heard at um, a seminar and it was that um, insurance is this idea that you can either have insurance or you can be self-insured and if you're self-insured but you have no money, then really you're uninsured. Yeah, <laughs> and that's most of New Zealand. Yeah. Um, like we will never run out of people to look after because we have such a she'll be right mindset. Yeah. Like Australia, <laughs> it's very similar when I worked there. Um, and I don't know about you, I just, I've got a bit of an anxious attachment and I like to know that things are taken care of. Yeah, me too, honestly. And cars are a really big one for me. Oh, like yes. I am always telling my friends like third party at the bare minimum when it comes to cars because you never want to be found liable of like crashing into a BMW. Like imagine crashing into like a $200,000 car and you just rode it off. And I don't have 200 grand just sitting there. Like what What would you do? I don't no, even know. But I thought you were a multi-millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> One day. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. Inside, you know, inside joke. <laughs> even if I was, though, you know, like you wouldn't want to spend that much money in fixing someone else's car. But yeah. for, you know, uh, sometimes a few dollars a week to have that um, covered, to just that peace of mind for me. It's yeah. like I can drive around in my little car and I'm like, okay, I can crash into someone on accident and it will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> on accident, yeah. <laughs> I think it's like one of those things is just it's just a way to take care of yourself. Yep. Have have your backup plan, have that safety net, then you can just go about your day and just do do your thing, yeah. live your best life, like I said. Um Yeah, that's what insurance is. It's not this big scary, oh my god, I hate it, it's all sales and you know, to be fair, sometimes it is, depending on who you go with and yep. how it is. Like I said, find an advisor who can, <laughs> like like us or who integrity is their number one thing and not mm. just because they say it like you need to feel it um who can point you in the right directions mm. and advocate for you yeah um can't tell you how many times i've been on the phone fighting with fighting for someone and i love it <laughs> so, like it's fun it's a good time Bit of a, like, a yeah. lawyer vibes of you <laughs> well see my daughter's like that um the thing with me is this and the thing with philly 
as we're not necessarily confrontational people. Like yeah. we won't fight for ourselves because we're good. Like yeah. we'll sort ourselves out and we'll do our thing. But if you mess with anybody that we care about and our clients, we, um, yeah, we, we're, we're, we're mama bears. Oh, I love that. Right? Like we'll come, nothing scarier than a mama. Mama bear, I <laughs> She's um, powerful. She's feisty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She'll do it. She'll help you with what's right. So yeah, that's what we do. Cool. Let's, what are some of the myths that people think when they think about these insurances? Yeah, so I think a lot of people, um, and the most thing, like I put up a poll recently on Instagram around why people don't have insurance yep. or, or kind of what their thoughts are. Most people said, I see the importance of it. Yep. Like I understand it. But there's also the cost of it. Yeah. The cost of it is where people get caught up in. Um, and then not trusting the industry yeah. or to be paid out. So a couple of things there. The cost of it, I think what I would say here is the cost is what it is. Like it is what it is and it's and it's all specific to you and your situation. If you smoke, it's going to cost you more. Yeah. If you've got health conditions, it's going to cost you more. It's That's why I say young young and healthy. Um and and health is an absolute privilege. Insurance is an absolute privilege. So it just doesn't come to you don't automatically go, Hey Rochelle, I want this. Yeah. And I go, Yeah, here you go. <laughs> we have to there's a like quite a bit to go through and there's yeah. been many a times I've had to tell people no. Yeah. I'm sorry, but we can't get you insurance right now. Ah. And because of A, B and C. Okay. It does happen. So I think what I would like people to um understand is just you might not want to pay for it. But if you think about not having it and that gives you some form of anxiety, then just go find out. Yeah. Go find out what it is. And and, and I'm talking all insurance, it's not just these ones, but go find out what it is and what it'll do for you and then sit down and make an informed decision. Yeah. Not a decision that you've made based off of what people say. Yeah. Or your misconceptions about insurance or what our parents say. Yeah. So that older generation just love a good love a good friend. <laughs> um, and they and love them, don't get me wrong, but the insurances and, and products available now are amazing compared to what they had and the choices yeah. they had because, like everything, insurance has developed over the yep. years. So, oh, it got so expensive I could never afford it again. That makes sense because it gets more expensive, expensive as we get older. You can actually fix your premiums now. Uh, That's called level, level yep. premiums, not health insurance, but everything else you can. Um, so I could go, I could level my premiums for my life insurance until I turn 100. I hope oh. I live that long. Um, <laughs> but then my premiums won't go up every year. Oh, okay. So it'll cost me more at the start. Yep. But it, like after a few years, I'll be not making money, but, you know, like <laughs> I'll be saving thousands over that period of time. Yeah. But our parents are like, oh, I got to 50 and it's super expensive, so I can't afford it anymore. But that's when you need it. Yeah. So, again, if you have an advisor, they can help you with those things. But it, And also, if you are unsure, our whole feed will have like little hints and tips where you can – Help review your own cover as well if you're one of those people. Um, the other, I guess, myth around it was insurance companies not paying out. Mm. Life insurance companies, I'll say that again, life insurance companies want to pay you out and health. They want to. They want to give you the cover that you have. No company wants to be that person who said no. Yeah. Because it's hundreds of thousands of dollars sometimes, sometimes millions if we're talking life insurance. So nobody wants to be the the company that said no to that person and that ends up on fair go or in the news or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know. I don't know if people read newspapers anymore, but whatever. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think they, do they sell them? 
like paperwork. I feel like somebody put one in my letterbox the other day, and I was like, "What is this? What is this? Yeah, like, pop it in the recycling bin." And and like, I just because I don't watch the news um, or listen. That's so depressing. That's why, like, I like to live in my nice little bubble, and I get very affected by. Social issues, yes, racism, sexism, all of that stuff. So it, it deeply hurts me. So yeah. um, I can only expose myself to it when I need yeah. it. And directly one on one is enough. Yeah. Um, like when we used to go into lockdowns, Philly would have to call me and tell me <laughs> what was You're going on. You're not allowed to go outside <laughs> to yeah, the show. Like, um, hey, mate, you can't leave. <laughs> I'm like, thank, thank you, thank you. Um, I go on social media and that's like, that's my news. Um, yeah. TikTok. It's yes. real. Um, yeah. Really credible, guys. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you look at the stats, if that's what we, I guess that's what we need as a backup. Um, all, most of the life insurance companies, especially ones I work with, so there's different, there's different life insurance companies, by the way. So we've got specialist companies. Yep. They make, what they do is life insurance and that's yep. what they're all about and they're very good at it. And they have advisors under that work with them. So myself or they might have their direct advisors as well. And then you've got these internet people and phone <laughs> and whatever that might do, car insurance or whatever else. Yep. It's not their specialty. Ah, uh, okay. Um, or the bank or whatever. Yep. So I work with specialist companies only because they are the best. Yeah. Um, and they and the best doesn't necessarily mean more expensive. Often not. Their payout rates are like mid to high nineties uh-huh. on claims. Wow. When they don't pay out, yep. it's because you didn't have the cover in the first place. Uh-huh. So it'll be like somebody's only got life insurance and they they can't work and they're like, oh, I want to claim on my life insurance. But it's <laughs> it's not for that. Yeah. Um. So that's usually what the claim out would be. Or if you haven't declared a health condition, uh, which we call non-disclosure. Okay. Now it wouldn't be for a little thing of oh, I broke my ankle. Um. You know, for life insurance, say. Yeah. It would be something like um, cancer. Uh, or something that could have been cancer, and it's all being lined up. Um, a heart condition yep. that you didn't tell us about. Okay. When we talk to people about replacement advice, so this is where an insurance, where um, an advisor might recommend you move your cover from one company to another because of the price. Yeah. If there's no other reason, I would really question that advice. Okay. Um, and if you have any health conditions, be very careful about that. Yeah. If you say you move from one company to another because, oh, good price and it and it's cheaper and that's the cover I want and it's got better cover and then you go to claim and you can't claim on it, there is no point in saving that money. Mm. So if you get advice and get good advice where somebody explains to you why you should move, what benefits you are gaining from that, what benefits you are losing, yep. and the price should be the last thing you're thinking about. Because, mm. um, again, what's the point and what it costs if you can't claim? Yeah. Because then, they, yeah, there's those dollars for nothing. Yeah, yeah. So those, I guess, those are the myths. It's just, um, and there's there's probably more out there, but those are the top ones. Is it won't pay out and it costs too much. Um, yeah. Honestly, I I would challenge you to tell me, you know, what your experience is, and we're all going to have different ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So in terms of the cost, then let's yeah. be like really transparent about mm. the different um, things. Well, how much does it cost to yeah. be insured? How long is a piece of string? <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard because I guess we, um, if I explain how the cost is yeah. calculated, that's probably a good way to go. Because So how your premiums are calculated is based on age, yep. smoking status, okay. gender, um, and that's at birth, not identifiable 
gender or okay. yeah that and are these just for the health insurance ones or the income ones as all, well all of them so life trauma um income protection health all these insurances that yeah. i give advice on is these are all oh, contributing factors not smoke yeah <laughs> um so a big thing on that I oh sus- and and the little thing is that vaping um she was telling me at dinner last night is included yeah yeah so <laughs> pop down the vape team um no i'm not gonna be judgmental about it it is one of those you're just gonna pay more for your insurance okay um but the one thing i'd like to know is that i gave up smoking a year ago i smoked since i was very very young yeah. um and that was my second time giving up. So we're out now. We're completely yeah. out. But I did not vape because as an insurance advisor, I knew it meant nothing to my insurance premiums yep. if I vaped. Yeah. I also felt like health-wise it wasn't necessarily yeah. – it was kind of a sidestep. Yeah. So I just went without. Um, not cold turkey. I think I did patches or whatever for a bit. But anyway, um, my insurance premiums, because you have to have stopped for a year, a full year, my insurance premiums, I'm saving $30 a fortnight Wow. for – quitting wow and that makes me very happy yeah um because uh correct me if my maths is wrong so like 15 dollars a week over like 52 weeks a year is something like six seven hundred dollars a year yeah so i am in finance and i do not have a calculator black brain Neither. <laughs> i'm just like something like six seven hundred dollars yeah anywhere between there yeah and someone will probably pop in comments yeah. and tell us <laughs> can um, someone let us know in the comments yeah. how much so I have that kind 15 of brain. times yeah. 52 is because yeah, if I was good at maths, I wouldn't make insurance fun. Um, different personality types. Um, but I think these. Oh, I'm moving away. I think um, the way, yeah, the way to look at that is is you'll pay for it if you if you smoke. Mm-hmm. Essentially, so um, gender, age, smoking status, job role, which mm. would affect income protection. How does the gender go into it? Do men or women pay more? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So um, men's life insurance is more expensive because they statistically they die before women. Yeah. Um, women's all women's other covers so the like living. Health yep, and yeah. health insurance all more expensive because we claim on it more. Oh. So the insurance joke, which is very poor, um, poor form is, women get sick and men die. Yeah. Wow. Because, I mean, I mean, if you think about the tani in your life, yeah. do they go to the doctor? No. Like ever, even if they ask? No. Yeah. No, so they never go to the doctor. There are some that are really good at it <laughs> um, and they take care of themselves. But the way that I would look at like health in general is preventative yep. rather than emergency yeah. is going to help you live a longer life. Mm. Um, I'm not a doctor, but it's statistically that's what I see. That's how I read the stats. Yep. Take really good care of yourself and you'll live longer. Mm. As women, we need to be well for our children. So sometimes yeah. there's a that's I think that sometimes that's the pull. I'm not too sure what the what the thought. As you speak to different women, they'll tell you different things. But for me, looking after myself, there was a while where I was like, I'd rather not know. I'd rather not know. I don't want to know <laughs> if I'm going to die. Yeah. Don't Google your symptoms, fam. <laughs> Just go see your GP. Go see someone. But I think um, yeah, working out the cost is based on all of those things. Okay. And. And it's, it's worked out on um, claims yep. for that particular insurance company. So different insurance companies with different pricing because of the way they run their business. Yeah. Uh, what else is included in there? Oh, I did say job role before. Yep. So that would be for income protection. Say you um working on a building site as opposed to working in an office, you're going to pay more for your income protection than the person working in the office. Yeah. And why that happens is more physical role. So it's harder for you to get back to work 
if you're unwell as opposed to like you and I could work from bed from bed. Yeah. You know, like as long as I've got a laptop and a phone, I'm good yeah. to go. Um yeah, so that's pricing and then the limits of what you have or the covered amounts. Okay. So a hundred thousand dollars of insurance and a million dollars worth of life insurance is obviously gonna have massive, <laughs> yes. you know, changes. Um health insurance, do you just have surgery cover? Do you just have everyday cover? Have you got specialists and all the add ons? Or is it just you know, um, one of those things. Yeah. The more you have, obviously, the more you're going to pay. Um, surgical cover. So that's surgery and cancer treatment type stuff in the hospital, in a private hospital, is, is expensive. Mm. And you're not going to claim on it all the time. You're not going to see the benefit until you do. Mm. And it's not a matter of if you claim. It's generally a matter of when. And then it'll pay back all your premiums because the surgery, I mean, I've had a few. My last one was about 23 grand. My next one's going to be between 30 and 40. I'm kind of okay with what I paid for health insurance premiums based on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's really hard for me to give like an indication of yeah. what it costs because your insurance is so specific to you. There's no one size fits all. Mm. And then your health will affect it, your job, your like what you do, what you want for cover. Mm. Um so just based on on those, um, mm. the ones that we can kind of control. Um, so the smoking one, uh, one way to uh, decrease the amount we're paying mm-hmm. and the health, um, so preventative measures. Yeah, okay. yeah. So looking after yourself. Yep. And, um, you know, BMI is something that comes up um, in questions quite often whenever, I, um, whenever we share stuff. So... Yes, some people with a higher BMI are going to pay more for insurance. Some people with a higher BMI may not be able to get cover. Um, look, I don't like it. I don't yep. agree with it. But it's the system we work within. And I work with people to say, okay, if, if you can get to this level, this is what how it's going to affect your premiums. Yeah. And we talk about options of ways that they can look after themselves to get them there. I know yep. as well that it's it's easier said than done. Yeah. You know, my, my wellness journey is going to be a forever thing, not a – I'm going to do this challenge and I'm going to lose all this weight in three yeah. months. Like I just, it's just not healthy. Yeah. Um. So those things, yes, they will help. And do you know how many people that have come to me where like I put insurance in place with them two years ago and they've lost 20 kilos? Aww. And like it gives me so much <laughs> joy to be like, okay, your insurance premiums are cheaper. Oh, that's cool. I get paid based off people's insurance premiums. I just yep. want to kind of put that out there as well. And if they then come to me in a year's time and those are going down, I'm happy. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm, I might have to pay back some money yep. because that's gone down. Yep. But I don't care. Yeah. I'm just like, in my heart, I'm like, yes, we can we can get rid of some of this for you. Yeah. Because it's not a put it in place and forget about it. Yep. We're always going to review Do that one-year reviews. Yes. Yep. So when I email you, email me back. <laughs> <laughs> so does R&P, do you kind of follow up on all the clients? Absolutely, because like, you guys are all useless year. at Life Admin, <laughs> and you know it. Like, <laughs> like, I was um, like, just checking, because yeah. I know I'll forget. <laughs> yep. Um, no, we get we have reminders. We've got a very good client system. It's all yep. electronic, that type of stuff. So we call, email, check in, say, hey, do you need a review? Has anything changed? Blah, blah, blah. We then expect you in between yep. if something big happens in your life, like you go buy a house, for you yep. to come to us okay. before that. But, um, yeah, we take care of that. We're very good at looking after your life admin. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we need in life, isn't it? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had one of those. <laughs> Um, thank you, Rochelle, for sharing all of um, your information on life and health insurances. We will be back for episode three to go over some more insurances. But thank you again to RMP Insurance for powering these episodes.
Gabe Hit Fanda 